0: to the listeners if you are a restoration company or hvac plumbing electrical garage door or any niche it could be outside of home service industry but when it comes to local seo hi and
1: welcome to the 91 day success podcast i'm jonathan and today i'm honored to have mandeep with me mandeep is from grow nearby in tampa florida And he is a peer of mine in the marketing industry. And I am just so excited because I've learned so much from him over the past couple of years and really excited for what he can share today. Mandeep, for those of you that may not, or those of us that may not be familiar with you on the podcast here, can you give us kind of a 30 second elevator introduction? Tell us about Mandeep, grow
0: nearby, and a little bit from there. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, thank you, Jonathan, for inviting me on your show. I am honored and. Yes, Mehdi Bala. I'm the founder and CEO of Grow Nearby. We are a home service marketing agency here in Tampa, Florida. We focus on HVAC, plumbing, electrical, garage, or now pest control, pre service, just complete home service marketing company. We do websites. And when it comes to campaigns, organic campaigns, SEO, local listing, social media. So that's what we do. And we have a team of 30. And uh, from six countries from we have people in the US and in other countries, five more countries. So we have team from six countries and clients across the country. Yep. That's absolutely fantastic. If you would, Mandeep,
1: let's walk back to because you got started in the digital marketing area. I know you've had a tremendous amount of experience prior to founding Grow Nearby, but talk to the our audience a little bit about. What caused you to go out on your own and found
0: your own agency? And how did you end up serving home service professionals? Thank you for asking. That's a great question. So that goes back to my journey. So I born and raised in India, and I was into IT for almost a decade. And, uh, but, D, but in my DNA, entrepreneurship is there. Entrepreneurship is my DNA. My dad was into trades. He was actually door and windows company. He was serving with his like door and windows services in India, back in India. And I used to go and help him when I was like nine year old, 10, 10 year old, and going and helping him with the project. That's how my childhood was almost there for years, helping him and obviously going to school and college. That was, that is something I was part of. But I joined, I did my master's of computer applications, and then I joined IT company, like several IT companies, almost 10 years. When I started one company out there, that's, that was my content writing agency. So we had 100 plus clients across the globe, not just India. We, I had, I think, Australia, United States, and a lot of clients from india too so we served almost like 100 clients in the span of two years and uh, made approximately three i would say 30 million 30 million inr i'm not sure i can't like convert that into usd but it was like great company and we had uh, a couple of great clients in the us and my wife she actually got the opportunity to work here in the U.S. in New York, Buffalo, New York. And one day we decided, okay, this is a great opportunity and we should move to the U.S. And we moved to Buffalo, New York. My wife had a job, but I didn't have any job there. And I was still like remotely running my content writing agency. But I thought to reach out to our client here in the U.S. And they were serving HVAC companies, they were doing marketing for HVAC and some other niche, their legacy. And I reached out to them that I want to be part of your company, love local local clients, and I want to serve, be part of home service industry. And they hired me as a director of SEO. And that's how the journey got started back in 2015. And I served as VP of marketing at the last company for the five years. But they went in a different direction that I could not see myself falling. I started my company, Grow Nearby. I knew something was happening there. I wanted to serve this home service industry better and started Grow Nearby in the nighttime. That's my side hustle from 9 p.m. to 3 a.m., 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. That was the side hustle. And right before COVID, one day, I'm a big fan of Gary V. You have seen me all over sharing his stuff. And Gary Vee has inspired me to pursue my dreams. He always like, first, never visited and seen him in, until the last visit in Indiana Bliss. But everything I got, you know, motivated through podcasts. Like I was consuming his content day and night through his podcast. And that's how I pulled the trigger. I built this company grow nearby. And I went all in right before COVID. February 29th was the last day where I, when I then I quit my job. And right before COVID, March 1st, 2020, can you imagine, was the, the best time to enter into entrepreneurship, go all in. So that's how I went all in and I'm never looking back.
1: What a fabulous story. I Really appreciate that. I didn't know some of that, even though I know we've broke bread together over lunch and met a couple of times. That's something I didn't know. what a great backstory. Talk to me a little bit about how you, as you've built your agency, obviously knowing that you, you were from India and now you moved to the U.S., but talk to me a little bit about staffing. I know a lot of the entrepreneurs that are watching and the business owners that are watching are struggling with finding good staff here in the U.S., and Sometimes they're wondering, what about overseas staff? How does that work? Can you kind of give us some insights, Mandeep, on tell me a little bit about your staff and where they're located and why you chose to use some offshore staff and how that provides better
0: solutions for your customers? Absolutely. I would love to. So we have, we have a staff there in the U.S. I'm sitting here in Tampa office and definitely I prefer having communicators from the U.S. and so When it comes to operations manager and the sales operations manager, communicators, which is like client success managers. So I highly recommend hiring from the US. And if you find any other talent, that's where like I'm not just biased to a specific country or state. If I get talent, like I would love to absorb and work with them. But what I found is there are different, there are so many. Countries out there where they have amazing talent. In India, we talk about amazing designers, developers. Like behind all the big products here in the US, when we talk about Google, Amazon, there are a lot of talent is supporting from India. So I, I thought, why should not like I go for India when it comes to designers and developers and building websites for home service industry with the help of. Designers and developers. So it's, I had some contacts. It's always tough to get good talent, but you're going to have, you have to ask questions that can actually, are they motivated? Are they, is this going to be their dream job and uh, what kind of experience they have? And you can actually always give them tests. Okay. If you're a designer, I would like to give you a couple of websites as references. I won't work like that. And just give them, just give them some work as a trial. If you have to pay for it, it's okay. Otherwise you're gonna end up hiring a bad hire where you will you will stuck with the same hierarchy, fire and hire again. It's always good to just give them as a test project. And it it can apply to actually all the services that you provide. Jonathan, you you are doing amazing work out there and you have You have created such a great work culture and going above and beyond for your clients. So you can always give a test project for the design work, to designer, developer, content writer, email marketing specialist, or any funnel specialist. So you can try to give them a test project and see how they do. And we have talent from India, US, Ukraine, London, and we have now like i think we're hiring from colombia so we have our project manager from colombia so six countries and i always go for obviously skill set but highly i always look for the attitude that goes long way if they don't have good attitude they don't have good mindset then you're gonna stuck into that uh, dilemma and we have seen a lot and mm-hmm. Not fired a lot, but yes, uh, I, I'm all I'm always all about giving chances, and it's not about just month or two months. I was given chances to a few folks for years, but they didn't perform, and unfortunately, I had to go with a different route. But uh, that's what I do: just asking good questions and give, and just looking for good talent uh, with, with good mindset, good attitude. Yeah.
1: Good. Thank you for sharing that. I, again, I know that's an area that a lot of a lot of people are looking at, but don't really have a lot of experience with. And it's good to hear from someone that has that experience and has been doing that successfully to know what works and what doesn't. I know you do that. And I know you're based in Tampa, Florida, but if I'm not mistaken, a week or two weeks ago, I saw you were actually up in Michigan, not too far from me, visiting some of your clients. Can you talk to me a little bit about in today's age, why do you still go out on the road and visit those clients even when they're
0: Many states away. You that's a great question. And thank you for asking. And that's the voice message that I got when I was in Detroit. I got a voice message from my daughter. She is a six-year-old and she recorded from my wife's phone that, hey, Papa, like, why you travel? Why you go out and meet your clients? And this is something I think it's in my DNA. And whatever we are doing, I think no one is doing in the US or not even in the world. We travel, we are all about empathy, positivity, and relationships, and obviously data back results. These are our core values. We want to go out and have that, build that relationship with the client. We're going to go out and see their work culture and build that bond. It's beyond digital marketing, anyone can do the website and generate results. But what we do is we travel across the country on our dime once a month. Because it's a lot. Being a dad and running a business is hard. So I specifically travel once a month to visit our client. We just pick, okay, that's the client that we have not visited. Let's go to California, Texas. And we travel and I prefer to choose weekdays because it's a lot for even for my wife. I have to look at, I have to create that balance because my wife, if I travel on the weekend, kids are home, it's a lot going and I prefer going, let's say, today I'm traveling and in the morning, I'll be back by tomorrow night. It looks like travel a lot on social media, but yes, that's once a month and plus industry events. And why we do that, Jonathan? It's again, it's all about relationships. It's very difficult to explain. If I look at my bank balance over the last three years, I would have saved or invested more in other things, but I have invested all that money into relationship and that goes beyond anything. And I think uh, that goes a long way. We are building memories. We are building relationship. We are creating media that's gonna be good for two years. People say it's gonna be good for maybe three, four years. I would say for two years, We can use real and authentic photos, videos, drone footage that we are capturing. And I am not the only one traveling. I travel with the account manager that is handling our partnerships, client relationship, and my video guy. And it's all about relationship, Jonathan. It goes a long way. And hard skills are there in the business. But it's very difficult to teach soft skills. Soft skills are missing. If we can apply soft skills like having empathy, understanding your team and clients, deploying humility, that goes a long way. Oh,
1: absolutely. I think, it's just, I think it's really amazing that you do that in today's Zoom meeting culture, although we do a lot of those as well. I love that idea of you meeting with clients and making that purposeful part of what you do. I know you're a master at building relationships and rapport and You're again so approachable, and I just I appreciate that that abundance mentality that you have of sharing and putting that out there. Yeah, as such, you you mentioned communications and that, and online presence and that. And you, I know, have an amazing podcast. And some of the numbers you've been putting up that I see because we're in one of the same coaching groups are just amazing. Tell us, so you would I know, because we work with damage restoration companies, and you're working with home service companies, very closely related. A lot of them are always questioning, why a podcast? Tell me from your perspective, why are you doing a podcast and what do you think you've done to make that so successful?
0: Thank you. That, it's a great question, Jonathan. I think everyone should have a podcast. If, it's a, if you're running your a business, like you're having this podcast, amazing podcast, everyone should have podcasts, especially like individuals, those who want to like grow their brand. Businesses, those who are like, let's say, serving restoration or the home service industry like HVAC Plumbing, they should have the they should have their own podcast and the mission should be to provide value. And you can provide value in many ways. Number one, I would say why we have this like Born for the Trades of Home Service podcast. Did people ask why? Is that maybe a marketing trick to just attract more clients? I would say, if my podcast can provide some value, and if they are looking for some help where they are stuck with any marketing company that has made them hostile and they cannot get out of it, and they don't have a website or they are struggling with online marketing, and I think God is telling me to just help them. So it's yes, the purpose is to get like more clients. I would say to help more clients. Yeah, to more to help like as much as like I can, and the goal is. My co-host, shout out to Shreya. She works for Service MVP, America's uh, number one coach, Joe Chrisara. She works for him. And we decided to launch our podcast together, Born for the Trades. I have that history that my dad was into trades and she had history. She comes from a trades family. And then we decided that to just launch this podcast and we have to be different by providing value by bringing the coaches industry coaches industry leaders entrepreneurs home service entrepreneurs and by asking them like uh, emotional questions as well it's not about just showing the fancy story like okay abc plumbing the owner got it into 500 million dollar company not showing the fancy thing but we want to ask the struggles, the adversity. What exactly happened? What kind of like challenges you you have faced? Share those like moments. What you have gone through while taking your business from ground to the next level. People actually came from mud and they have t- they have built hundred million dollar company. Those were there on our podcast, and you gotta just ask questions. Sometimes those are very tough questions to answer, and we. Be- those questions mostly we ask right there we do a lot of research and uh, we ask those emotional questions and and we get that that juice like that kind of content that is valuable for the listeners for the home service industry so that they can get inspired they can have more impact and uh, that's the goal jonathan for this like home service ministry podcast born for the trades Again, yeah. kudos on, on your uh, success there
1: you put on an amazing podcast you do a great job of interviewing people and getting their stories out of them i know i love it and definitely have gotten some inspiration myself Try let's shift get- gears a little bit and, yeah. and talk to as i mentioned our audience is made up of entrepreneurs and business leaders and business owners certainly not all in the home services trade but I know you've got a lot of experience in local SEO and even your company may grow nearby. You're helping customers with that. A lot of people come to me and say, Jonathan, this national SEO, I don't need to worry about. I serve clients within an hour of my office and I'd really love to work there. What tips or advice can you give to a, a business person that's out there, regardless of their industry, of things that maybe they should be looking at when it comes to ranking well locally so that. Their customers spying them when they're looking for the services that they offer. Any
0: advice you can give to our audience there, Mandeep? Yeah, absolutely, Jonathan. I love that question. And that's something I'm very passionate about. And regardless of industry, if it's, if, to, to the listeners, if you are a restoration company or HVAC, plumbing, electrical, garage door, and, or any niche, it could be outside of home service industry. But when it comes to local SEO, you got to have two things dialed in. What is your service and what is your location? These two combinations make the local SEO. So let's say if we talk about, Jonathan, I want to ask you, what's the one service in the restoration that is like pretty frequent people search for? I would probably say water damage restoration. Water damage restoration. The first thing is you got to have a decent WordPress website. It has, to be, it has to be a WordPress website. There are other platforms out there, but I highly recommend having a WordPress site. Nice, web, nice website where you have all the pages for the services, water damage and other services that, that you know, maybe they, they have it, like maybe for HVAC plumbing, but let's keep it restoration. All the pages should be there. There should be content written for the services, for the restoration services. And making sure that you have 500 words, 2,000 words content out there. Look at the competition. If somebody is ranking higher on page one, by the way, there is no page one now, right? now, there is no page two, no page three. It's all 10 positions. And then you scroll, right, Jonathan? Yeah, absolutely. So if somebody is ranking higher, you got to look at the competition, who is ranking higher and check out their meta title, meta description, meta data, content and how many backlinks they have and come up with your competitive analysis and competitive strategy that how you're going to dominate them. And now, now the game plan should be having a WordPress site, write all the pages for your services and write all the pages for the locations. People call it service area, cities, neighborhood. Write all those like city pages, service area pages on your site and making sure that you you include all the best keywords. Maybe for restoration, there are like keywords. You can Google it or just reach out to experts in the industry like Jonathan and ask what are the best keywords that we can Jonathan can rank. And Jonathan would love to share those keywords that those are pretty much like people's search and you should be incorporating in your copywriting. It has to be a combination of water damage, restoration, Tampa, Florida you should have 500 words minimum content for your service and same for the other locations. So I'm giving example, I'm in Tampa. So there are surrounding areas, Brandon, Ludes. I'll be writing like page for a water damage restoration company in Ludes, in Brandon, so that you are an option on Google. If you don't have content for your services and location, you are not an option. How will you rank higher on Google? And nobody's going to look for you. Nobody's, nobody can find you. That's the first thing. And second is like local citations. There are like citations, Yahoo, Bing, Super Pages, Yellow Pages, Apple Maps, Bing Maps. You got to have dialed in because Google loves like consistency, NAP consistency, right? Jonathan NAP, we talk about NAP. Right. Absolutely. Name, address, and phone number. name, address, and phone number. It got to be consistent we run the reports and you must be running the reports of Jonathan and you must be looking at this restoration company. They got 60 errors. And what they what errors looks like is they have got phone, inconsistent phone numbers, addresses might have used their house address and now they got a shop, but inconsistency there. And Google looks at everything. You got to have your NAP dialed in, name, address, and phone number across the major Platforms, and that's the foundation. And obviously, Google My Business, Google is God. You gotta have your Google reviews as many as on your Google profile, and making sure that you respond to the reviews, add photos, and there is a like option if you can like the reviews. That's gonna help too. And there are some signals that goes. There is more science behind it. How you can rank in the local pack, and. Jonathan, I'm sure that you are helping it and uh, that, but yeah, that's pretty much the foundation not to make it complicated, but have a nice website, making sure your nap is accurate and you have uh, service pages and city pages dialed in. That's the first thing that I would highly recommend setting up.
1: No, and I totally agree with you. And I'll admit that was a bit of a setup question because people hear me talking about that as well. And Mandeep and I did not collaborate on this. We both are in the industry and we both really believe in each other and what we do for our clients but i want to show you that again local seo is possible it's not always easy but it's very possible and it's definitely a process that you can follow so regardless of the business that you're in regardless of your industry or niche as mandeep said if you follow those basics you're going to do well and if you don't want to or you've got better things to do then hire an agency hire somebody like mandeep hire somebody like me. That can help you in that process there's a number of great agencies around and again they can help you do that and grow successfully and that's so important nowadays with the business and as, as mandy mentioned google continues to make changes they just as he mentioned there is no more pages now it's an infinite scroll of by 10 slots at a piece whether that's good or bad i'm not here to talk about but it, as a business owner you owe it to your customers and your team to make sure that you're staying up on things like this so that you can continue to grow and expand. So Mandy, thank you. I think that was great. And I appreciate it. And we're, uh, we're absolutely in sync on, on the ways to do that. So thank you for sharing that. Talk to me a little bit about the future as we take a look at what the future holds. I know there's everybody around that. Some people think that the economy is going to go in tank. Some people think that I talked to actually a prospect yesterday get this he wants to buy marketing services but he thinks that the world's coming to an end literally in about a week and a half and i asked him on the call I said, if you think the world's coming to an end why do you want to buy marketing and he goes well, i could be wrong so we've got obviously lots of different perspectives talk to me about your perspective mandeep as an entrepreneur and a business owner what do you see the future looking like and how do you think as business owners we can take advantage of some of those opportunities to better serve our clients to Provide better services, and at the same point in time, to support our teams and our families.
0: That that's a wonderful question, Jonathan. Uh, so for me, I'm always like optimistic and obviously positive. The thing is that you got to look at the economy, you got to look at the numbers and everything. I run my podcast, and a lot of industry players were there on my podcast: Tommy Mello, Ken Goodrich. You gotta be prepared. Whatever is gonna happen, that's gonna happen. You can't control the interest interest rates might go up. People might be struggling in, in Q3, Q4. Things will happen, but never, ever stop marketing. I think that's the first, I think biggest mistakes as a business owner. Like it, it could be restoration or HVAC home service industry. Never ever stop the marketing. Double down on marketing. And I, I think that's the best time to actually grow in the market. And those who have done that, we have those numbers with us. Those companies, those who have doubled down during this hard time, they have actually grown exponentially and they have taken their company to the next level. And people, they talk about like maybe reducing it if they're spending 5%, then let's reduce to 2%, 3%. Minimum, you should be, as a business owner, home service or any business owner, you should be spending 10 to 12% into marketing and I would say the future looks like those who double down on the marketing and they are going to win and now the future when we talk about AI like AI is going to take the mm-hmm. jobs you know yeah not AI is not going to take the jobs like you as a, like trades as trades people you are going to install you're going to do the restoration work you're going to do the HVAC installation robots cannot come and install HVAC installation, we are far. If that's going to happen, that, that might happen. But I think we are far. Maybe we're talking about 30, 30 years or 40 years. We still have everything what we have been doing. Maybe there are some tools that can write content. Those tools are out there. Maybe they can produce videos and photos and content, but no one can replace the emotional intelligence that the connection that you have with human beings, right? No one can remove that piece, like emotional intelligence piece. No one can replace. Great people, those who are going out and doing the work. The first, I would say the future looks like those who are real, authentic, putting out content, and people think like that doing the restoration work and putting out like photos and video is not like fancy or sexy. I would say that's your bread and butter. You gotta be mm-hmm. going out and putting out content. Take out your phone and shoot a video that you're doing water damage restoration out there. Like with, if you want approval, you can take the approval from the homeowner. And, uh, and not just that, job, photos, and videos. You can actually take out that video, like do a selfie video with the owner. What do you have done? Get the video testimonial from the homeowner. Maybe out of 10, one, one, one homeowner might say yes, which is okay because not all are going to be comfortable on camera but it's all worth the shot. But imagine if you have that piece of content, that video with shot with your customer, you put out on all micro video social media platforms, you can post it, you can run ad, you can be the queen and king of your town and you can attract a lot of business. So that's just one piece of thing that you can do. But the future looks like whoever is close to the customer is going to win. And that's emotional intelligence relationship, empathy, that is not going anywhere. Robots and AI cannot have empathy. That is something for sure.
1: Oh, I love that. I love whoever is closest to the customer is gonna win because I think you're absolutely right. And I think that really validates the importance of what you were talking about when it comes to content marketing, especially video marketing. We're in a really amazing time of life when you think that virtually every one of us has a professional camera in their pocket. On their mobile phone and that camera is capable of doing things that just five years ago we couldn't necessarily even do with cameras that cost tens of thousands of dollars the technology advancements there are amazing and i absolutely agree i love that whoever's closest to the customer wins and one of the best ways in my mind i'd welcome your thoughts mandy but to get close to that customer is to do video grab that your camera do a selfie video talk to them answer their questions even a mutual friend of ours matt plapp out of kentucky he says talk about what's happening in your vicinity if you're a local business not yeah. everything's about you promoting your business talk about the high school football team talk about the bazaar that's going on downtown all kinds of things like that to demonstrate that you're a pro not only in what you do but in your community and that you're involved in your community. And guess what? When people in your community that you want to serve are ready for what you have, you're the person they're going to think of.
0: Right. No? I think that's hundred percent. And on top of that, I would say, look at you, Jonathan. Like, even if, let's say, if you are not, not with your customer, not interacting with someone, that's totally fine. But if you are, if you think that you are confident, As a business owner, restoration owner, or any any trades company owner, that you feel like that you can provide a lot of value, just like there are three mediums, like three mode of communication, written, which is like text, graphic, like pictures, or videos, like three formats. If you are comfortable in writing 500 words blog, and that you think that you can provide value, just put a blog on your website or blog anywhere. Just share it with your audience. If you think that you can take pictures and you can elaborate like we know what's happening, that's the content that you can provide value. If you think that video, it's like people say, right, picture is worth a thousand words. I say mm. video is worth a million words. It's worth mm. million words. And, absolutely. And that do you agree with that?
1: Oh, one one hundred and ten percent. I didn't mean to interrupt you. You know, you're absolutely correct. And I just I love to hear somebody else validating. I you, I know you do a lot of video. I do a lot of video. We can both speak to the value that brings not only to our expertise, but to the customers that reach out to us because maybe they've been watching videos for a year before they contacted us or as happened to me the other day, I got a, a call from somebody that had watched a podcast I did months ago, but yeah. they just watched it. And so to them, it was brand new. They had questions. And that that video continues to work for you as a business on an evergreen basis. It's there. It's available. People do Google searches. And guess what? YouTube results come up. So I think it's a fantastic advice. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome.
0: And YouTube is is the second search engine in the world. And right now, just underpriced attention is Facebook Reels. I just posted today on Facebook. That okay. If you have Mr. the board like TikTok board or Instagram Reels board, you have Facebook Reels like for enterprise attention. And I and I love what you do, Jonathan. You're putting out. I see you like popping on my feed every morning, every like day. You are in. You don't shy from camera. You if you are in your car, you're just producing content and you're providing value so that people can learn about online marketing or general trips, very good content that you are putting out, keep doing the great work. That's what exactly I think everyone should be doing it if, if they get comfortable. So I always say get comfortable being uncomfortable.
1: Oh, that's a great advice. It's great advice. One thing I'd love your opinion on, Mandeep, but I know there's the best way to do something and then there's the acceptable way to do something. One of the things about video that I hear all the time from people is, I do it, but I don't have a studio or I don't know where to sit or whatever. And you've seen mine, you just mentioned, I do a ton of my videos literally while sitting in my truck. Part of it is because I work with damage restoration contractors who spend a lot of time driving around looking at different jobs. But from your perspective, talk to me about the excuse that, and you probably hear it as well, about, well, I would if how do you recommend that business owner that's watching right now says jonathan mandeep you guys are fine and i do video if how do you right. get them to get past that point what what would you what advice would you give that business owner
0: that's a fantastic question and i think people judge themselves a lot and they think that what others going to think and they think what you know what if people going to judge them it's okay Then that's their thing to think and judge. That's not your job, right? Your job is to produce content. When I was like, I was totally uncomfortable getting on camera. And uh, that's my video for the first video was back in 2021. 2021 in New York City in a hotel. Like it was not fancy. And I started from there. And I started what one video, two, three. I never practiced too. Like I sprayed shots on selfie camera and just posted. That's how I got comfortable on camera but i think we are judging ourselves a lot how am i looking on camera how people gonna represent think about you the thing is that this is the one of one of the best tools in the world right now in your pocket take out your phone and look at us i am not in my home studio where where podcast studio that where i supposed to be and uh, and Look at you, you're traveling. Where are you right now, yep. Alabama? Yeah, I'm traveling, opening up a new office, and I'm
1: sitting here in a very echoey open room, but if, I should take a picture. I've got my laptop sitting on a counter, and I've got a box underneath a tripod which is holding my mobile phone, which is what I'm recording this with right now, and a mic attached to it. And is it perfect? No, absolutely not. We did some sound checks as we were getting started, and it's not perfect. But we're creating content today and that's important because if our story is good and our message is good, people will watch it even if we don't have the perfect video. Yeah, exactly. And I
0: think it's all about raw raw and uh, just like authentic content. And you have to just think about that only. And it gets more attention that people look at you, that you are like very being yourself. You are raw. And you don't think about, you You don't overthink about the studio and everything. You don't need any fancy cameras. You don't need anything. To get started, I think start with your phone and stop overthinking. That's what I like. The first advice I would give is, okay, if you want to get comfortable, maybe just create like five, six videos with yourself. Don't post anywhere and just watch them. Like just record one, yep. two, three, four, five, and just watch them and see where you can improve. But I think I never watch my videos back mostly just like I just posted whatever I posted I don't know like I hate to see my content back but I post it sorry but no and I give you tons of credit for that I get I think
1: overall great advice and if you're watching this podcast maybe this is that one moment you needed to hear to say okay I'm going to pick up my mobile phone. And I'm going to answer a question for a customer. I'm going to post it up on YouTube, and I'm not going to take it down. I think that would be great. So,
0: yeah, I think that's the way to do it, and keep doing what you're doing. That's fantastic, providing value, and I think the world will look amazing if we. I think I was listening to Gary Vee's podcast last night. World actually runs on communication, and yeah. if we can do better communication, yeah, we yeah we all going to win. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. We could use Gary Vee as an example of he will shoot almost anywhere. And if you've watched him, he doesn't script anything. It's all off the cuff. But yet he's amassed millions and millions of followers by motivating people and giving them great advice on how they can build their businesses, how they can live better lives. And again, I think he's just proof of the fact that There are better people speaking, there are more attractive people, there are people with better equipment, but they're not getting the message out, and he is, because he just presses record. I think that's so incredibly important.
0: Yeah, that's what I did, and I think I'm the example right here that I listened to his content, consumed his his content, and here you go, producing content and just, yeah, going all in. Absolutely.
1: as the name of our podcast is the 91 Day Success Podcast. And part of the reason we came up with that is I'm a huge fan of Russell Brunson, the owner of ClickFunnels. He has a book out called 30 Days. And he literally went back through and asked, I think, a hundred of the most successful clients that he's had what they would do if they had to literally start over from scratch in the first 30 days. And I thought, that's good, but it's not really realistic because most of us have other things that are going to require some time. We need probably a little more than 30 days and three months just happens to be 91 days. Talk to me as an entrepreneur and someone who obviously has just in the not too distant past started your own business, grown it to be wildly successful over the short time you've been in business. Talk to me about what would you do if you chose to start over you didn't have to worry about food or clothing or any of that, but you had a thousand dollars in your pocket and you had ninety-one days to build a business that was going to generate ten grand a month or more. What would you do in those first
0: ninety-one days, Mandeep? Yeah, absolutely. Is it is it going to be like? Are you asking for digital business or anything you want? You could choose to do
1: anything you desired. It can be exactly what you're doing now. Starting over could be maybe your dream would be to say, hey. I'm a nut for AI and I want to get back into the content business and use AI content. Anything you could dream of that you say, this would be what I would do if I was going to start over from scratch.
0: Oh, that's, that's again, a wonderful question. So I would love to, let's say, if I'm starting from scratch, I'll go back, you know, what I did and still hustling and grinding from day one. I'm going to, whatever the niche is, if I'm starting my business, I'm going to dive into I'm going to go all in with my content strategy, put out as much content I can. And on top of that, what I would do, I will DM. I will reach out to all the companies. Like it could be B2B, B2C. I'll be reaching out to each and every one that uh, who I am and uh, what I'm offering. And uh, I would love to do it for free. I would love to do it for free for some time. I just want to provide value. And obviously at one point you're going to end up like, Are receiving a lot of business, and you are just like one piece of content away from landing your dream client. And uh, keep I'll keep hustling and going all in with my content, and keep knocking every door, like fifty doors or hundred doors every single day. And that's how I'm gonna go there, get there.
1: Great advice, great advice, and I think practical for everyone, whether they're starting over or just looking to expand their business. That's great advice. So let me tell you. If you're in the HVAC business or some of the other niches that, that Mandeep mentioned, and you want to reach out to him, we're going to put all of this contact information right here on the screen. we would encourage you, Mandeep's a, a trusted friend and someone that I know you can rely on if you've got questions. Mandeep, beyond that, if somebody's driving in their car right now and they go, man, that just really resonated with me, what you said, and they want to reach out, but they're not in a spot to, to pop on the web. What's the best way for that business owner who's driving down the road that wants to reach out to you? What's the
0: best way for them to connect with you, Mandeep? Oh, yeah. Thank, absolutely. Thank you. And the best way to just reach out to grownearby.com. G-R-O-W-N-E-A-R-B-Y.com. grownearby.com forward slash schedule. And everything is out there. If you're looking for the content, the work that we have done, and you can schedule time with me, we will spend one two hours to create your digital marketing roadmap there. And uh, that's the best way to reach. And my cell number is 716-292-5487. I'm available 365-247 as an entrepreneur.
1: There you have it, folks. No better way than uh, an easy website link and a cell phone number that I can confirm is actually Mandeep's cell phone. So that's way cool. We want to thank you, Mandeep. I so appreciate your time. I know you've got a gazillion things going on and as you're growing this agency that's literally growing by leaps and bounds, I want to thank you for your time today. It's really been appreciative. And on a side note, are you headed to Miami, by the way, next month or no? Yes, yes I'll
0: be in Miami and a different location. What a great group of marketers. And uh, this group is uh, led by Josh Nelson. I'm excited to be there next month. Are you going to be there?
1: I'll be there. In fact, uh, Mike, who's our producer in the background here, he'll be there. We're bringing a bunch of our team members along. and. and Yeah. So looking forward to it. As you mentioned, I think the uh, Josh's seven-figure agency is without a doubt the best agency owners in the world. And I'm always amazed at their abundance mentality. We can take people that are in identical groups or identical niches, and they'll still bend over backwards to help you be successful because they believe in that abundance
0: mentality. It's just absolutely amazing. Absolutely. I agree with that. And uh thank you for inviting me on your podcast. I just loved it. And I wish you all the best and success, Jonathan. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, yeah, that's the way to do it.
1: The same to you, Mandeep. And if you've stuck with us through the end, we want to say thank you for hanging out through the rest of the podcast. We want to wish you the best and we want to thank you again for your time. Make it a great day and we'll see you on the other side.